Blog Talk Radio. President recognizes Mr. Adams of Massachusetts. Objects of the most stupendous magnitude. Measures which will affect the lives of millions, born and unborn are now before us. And we must expect a great expense of blood to obtain them. But we must always remember that a free constitution of civil government cannot be purchased at too dear a rate as there is nothing on this side of Jerusalem of greater importance to mankind. My worthy colleague from Pennsylvania has spoken with great ingenuity and eloquence. He has given you a grim prognostication of our national future, but where he foresees apocalypse, I see hope. I see a new nation ready to take its place in the world. Not an empire, but a republic. And a republic of laws, not men. Gentlemen, we are in the very midst of revolution. The most complete, unexpected, and remarkable of any in the history of the world. How few of the human race have ever had an opportunity of choosing a system of government for themselves and their children. I am not without apprehensions, gentlemen. But the end we have in sight is more than worth all the means. I believe, sirs, that the hour has come. My judgment approves this measure, and my whole heart is in it. All that I have, all that I am, and all that I hope in this life, I am now ready to stake upon it. While I live, let me have a country. A free country. Shotgun in my head 
and you know it. But for some reason, they're unable to get a handle on drugs and the crime in the streets for some reason. Now let's set the record straight. There's no argument over the choice between peace and war. But there's only one guaranteed way you can have peace, and you can have it in the next second. Surrender. Admittedly, there's a risk in any course we follow other than this. But every lesson of history tells us that the greater risk lies in appeasement. And this is the specter our well-meaning liberal friends refuse to face, that their policy of accommodation is appeasement. And it gives no choice between peace and war, only between fight or surrender. If we continue to accommodate, continue to back and retreat, eventually we have to face the final demand, the ultimatum. And what then? When Nikita Khrushchev has told his people, he knows what our answer will be. He has told them that we're retreating under the pressure of the Cold War, and someday, when the time comes to deliver the final ultimatum, our surrender will be voluntary, because by that time, we will have been weakened from within spiritually, morally, and economically. He believes this because from our side he's heard voices pleading for peace at any price, or better rev than death, or as one commentator put it, he'd rather live on his knees than die on his feet. And therein lies the road to war, because those voices don't speak for the rest of us. You and I know and do not believe that life is so dear and peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery. If nothing in life is worth dying for, when did this begin? Just in the face of this enemy? Or should Moses have told the children of Israel to live in slavery under the pharaohs? Should Christ have refused the cross? Should the patriots at Concord Bridge have thrown down their guns and refused to fire the shotters around the world? The martyrs of history were not fools. And our honored dead, who gave their lives to stop the advance of the Nazis, didn't die in vain. Where then is the road to peace? Well, it's a simple answer after all. You and I have the courage to say to our enemies, there is a price we will not pay, there is a point beyond which they must not advance. Winston Churchill said the destiny of man is not measured by material compensations. When great forces are on the move in the world, we learn we're spirits, not animals. He said there's something going on in time and space and beyond time and space, which, whether we like it or not, spells duty. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. Hi, everybody. Joseph Gibson podcasting here, understanding the times in which we live today. It's 8.13 p.m. on the East Coast here from Greensboro, North Carolina, the Triad area here, North Carolina. And I uh, hope everybody's doing all right. We had a little bit of snow here this week. So, of course, we automatically know what happens when it snows in this area. Everything shuts down. And really, the past couple of years, we haven't really had too much snow around here. I mean, uh, I don't think we had any last year when I think about it. But, uh, you know, so we got about uh, three or four inches. And, you know, the cars are starting to flip upside down on the side of the road. You see them all stranded and spun out. And, hey, you know... This is part of, you know, this is what, instead of, you know, they concentrate so much on the, the money and the regulations and the, and the government intrusion into your life that they should be, and, and really there should be more of a certification process, you know, where, look, if you're not qualified to handle that piece of machinery on the road, 
then you shouldn't be traveling on the road in that piece of machinery. I mean, you should you should be, you know, you have to you there should be. We have such an advanced society today, technology. We have all these marketing geniuses and and analysts, the people that can go out there and analyze, pinpoint everything right down to the nickel to rip you off. But we can't figure out how to make our roads more safer. You know, this is the backwards things that I talk about that just really don't make any sense. And it's wasted on gridlock and people wanting, I want my way, and and everybody's individual want battles and beliefs and perceptions of what reality really is not. And therefore, what we get is brokenness and a broken form of civil society that we have. Now, we're still the best country in the world. We still have the, you know, as far as I know, I haven't traveled around every single place in the world, so I can't tell you that for a fact, but... From what I hear, from what I can hear and see, that is the best place in the world to live. But that, but that's not a cop out to say, well, okay, so since it's the best, we say it's the best place, and we could just let things go to hell on a handbasket. No, you have to stand up and do what's right and try to take initiative to to uh, get involved. And the problem is that everyone's too timid now. You know, you try talking to people. There's no comfortable atmosphere anymore. Unless you know the person, when it comes to a stranger-based atmosphere where you don't know people or people are not warm or receptive to you, and it's just like everything seems to be a confrontation or or a disagreement. I just don't understand it. So you know, but uh, you know, good people are out there trying to change things and do the right things. Just remember, we can't get lost in our way or lost in the battle that we want what we, just what we want. We have to sacrifice and do what's best for the other guy. What's, do what's best for someone else. If we all did that together, then we'd have a better place to live. But we have people out there that are just so uneducated, and, and, and I'm not talking about book, just being book smart. I'm talking about people just don't know nothing too much. And when you talk to people, they really just are not in the know. They're not paying attention. They only go, they only go on what they hear. They're not studying. They're not researching. They're not looking. They're not doing. They're not learning by doing. Uh, you know, doing by learning, learning by doing. They're, nobody's doing that. We all we all have everything at our fingertips: the TV, the smartphone, the internet. Nobody picks up a book and reads. Nobody's studying. Nobody pick up a pamphlet or uh, directions in a box and do anything anymore. It's it's, it's a shame. I, they get, and it's getting worse, 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 and worse. But as far as on the world stage here, you know, we got Joe Biden there. He made his little uh, speech there uh, this afternoon. I guess I didn't pay any attention to it. I can't really follow him when he talks. He puts me to sleep. I mean, the guy just, he, the way he, he just, he, I mean, what's happened to him? If you look at him giving speeches 10, 15 years ago, the guy was, he had a lot of energy. I mean, he was, you know, he, I mean, he, he was still wacky in a way, but he was still, you know, he, at least he had energy and he knew what he was talking about, or he thought he did anyway. But now he's just like, he's just there. He's like, you know, he's like, again, we know he's not really the legitimate president. There was fraud that occurred during that election. I don't care what anybody says. Even an idiot can figure that out. And uh, they called the 3 a.m. dump when they dumped all the dollar ballots. Dumped President uh, Trump there and got a lot of Biden in there. So he's not really, you know, it's just, but but with a certified Biden, does that make it right and him the lawful president? No, it does not. So therefore, he's really not, the, you know, there should have been an investigation. It should have been done. Look, all these courts, all these lawsuits that were filed, 
they should and I don't see why Trump had to file the lawsuits. I think they, it should have been done independently by the country, not along party basis. An investigation should have been done on all the polling places, every single polling place. There should have been an independent investigation and count. And, uh, and if there was any type of fraud anywhere at all, do it over. Do the election over. Have a national holiday, a national day. Why not? Other countries do it. Everything shuts down. Of course, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, you have to have hospital workers and police and firefighters and stuff like that out there. So, so you know, they have shift change and whatnot. You do a 24-hour shutdown, and uh, uh, we shut it down for a cough and a sniffle, you know, COVID, right? Well, we can shut it down 24 hours and do a national vote and and do it again, boom, 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 you know, and do it and through the electoral, you know, same process. We're not going to change our Republican form of government, our Republican form of government, and uh, do another vote. And uh, see what happens, you know. I mean, that would have been the proper way of doing it. But we can't fit, and this goes back to what I'm talking about here in the beginning. We can't figure this stuff out, can we? There's too much gridlock. There's too much. We've got too much going on. We just can't put. We just can't analyze on something and figure out this problem. So everyone brushes it underneath the carpet, underneath the rug, and what do we get? Right back, right back to nonsense. Business as usual. And we've got Biden in there, and, and really, I'm telling you, the grocery store shelves are empty around here. I mean, they're getting worse and worse and worse. It's getting pretty bad. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm walking in there. I mean, there's no milk. There's no nothing. I mean, there's just nothing. And, it's some, and, it's, and some stuff I haven't seen in there for months. So uh, yeah, something's going on here. You know, you know it's the truckers. Baloney. All the truckers didn't go retire and well, you know, one at one time. Something's going on here, so uh, pretty bad, you know. The materials, yeah, get go go take a look at the car lots, the car dealerships. No cars. They got no cars sitting in there. Went to buy the Ford place. So I drove by the other day, here in Eden, North Carolina. The parking lots are empty. I said, what happened? What happened? I asked the guy. At the gas station, I said, "Well, I'm to the tri- uh, Tri-City Ford over here. Uh, and it's been like that for the past couple months. No new uh, new inventory. Wow. I mean, so it, it's it's uh you know it's uh something's going, but people are still running around, dr- walking around with their face masks on, driving around in the car with their face masks on. You know, uh, <laughs> uh, lack of ox- oxygen to the brain. You know, it's so it's crazy, man. It's crazy, but." Uh, I don't know. I don't know what you guys think. You how we're gonna come out of this? Uh, I don't have any guests here tonight. I just wanted to do a, a, a show here. But uh, you know, as anyone knows, of course, I'm running for office here in North Carolina, uh, District 65, and uh, legislative legislative branch here. I believe that, and I've been preaching this, haven't I? I've been saying, look, if you want to do change, if we want to restore our republic, then we must start locally. We must start through our assemblies. General assemblies and have legislation in the state that 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 creates laws that don't conflict with the Constitution. Have constitutionally based legislation. That means everything that comes up from the, that legislative branch. Okay, it has to be it has it cannot conflict with the Constitution. I'm not talking about case law. Talking about the Constitution. Case law don't mean nothing. I don't care about no judge's interpretation or 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 his decision concerning one particular case. That has nothing to do with the law. Okay, 
And it shouldn't, anyway. It does, but it shouldn't. Judges don't write law, okay? And they don't interpret the law either. The law is what it says, and they rule upon the law and what the law says. That's what they do. And that's their job. We got this baby, and we get this all twisted, and people can't figure this stuff out, man. And we're losing our way. But we we, we got we cannot, you know, uh, you know, on issues, you know, it's, it's very simple. Everyone knows what I stand for, you know. Um, you know, uh, uh, pro-life. I mean, uh, I, I stand up against abortion. I believe it's wrong. Uh, Second Amendment, you know, uh, what doesn't shall not be infringed. <laughs> Don't you understand? Shall not be infringed, period. I don't care if they wrote that 300 years ago or 900 years ago. That's what is our Constitution. That's what our country was founded upon. Simple as that. You know, uh, veterans issues. I believe that veterans uh, in this state should uh, – there should be legislation that protects veterans, you know, their medical benefits, their their housing. And there should not be any – one homeless veteran in this in this state. There should never be a homeless man that is a veteran. There should be a homeless period, but I'm just saying I'm talking about veterans right now, so don't get it twisted. The, the veterans – there should not be one homeless veteran in this country, let alone state. We should be ashamed of ourselves, really. I will never, as much as I'm against the authoritarian type of or or enforcement of law, I believe that we are a country of laws, and I would never ever go against or defund any police department. That's just asinine and completely ridiculous. You don't defund the police. We have to have police. You have to have peace officers out there. You have got to have them you know, to maintain a civil order in society. That's just common sense. We can't have the laws of the jungle and everybody running around like, you know, doing what they want to do. And people are not going to be moral and act properly and do the right thing. You're always going to have people out there transgressing transgressions against the uh, the the normal, I guess you could say, or the way things go in society or just the way the – the uh, the people uh, believe or how they act or or if, look if I got something that you want you're gonna have people who are gonna try to take it from me can't have that something I created and something that I made you want to take from me no you can't have that and people will pry will always try to thrive upon the weaker and, and not all people but that's just the way human nature is so you have to have people that protect them. You know, you don't want people out there beating up elderly people every day or or hurting little children. So we, you know, you we got to, you know, I just use that as an example. You can't be, you know, hurt. You know, we got to have people that protect, you know, and serve the community. So you have to have that. You have to have that in a in a, in a, in a society. You know, especially in our crowded areas like cities. You know, where people are all crammed in on each other, where tensions flare up, and people are, you know. Uh, Intermingling with each other, you're gonna have disagreements. It's just the way it is. That's why. That's the way human, you know, life is. So we have to have the police. That's just completely wrong. Defund the police. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, voter ID. As far as voter ID goes, I mean, you know, look, I don't care if a majority of people say it or not. It's not. Again, it has to go along the constitutional guidelines. I mean, look. You can't walk into a place and vote in Rockingham County and then drive down to Guilford County and vote there. So there has to be, you know, there has to be a way to fix this where, you know, you you, you can't have any type of corruption. So, I mean, I mean, obviously the person in Guilford County is not going to know that I live over here and, you know, anything. So you have to have some sort of uh, back backing of a uh, uh, system 
to to uh, their regulation or some sort of uh, validation of, of uh, support has to be done because that's our elections. I mean, our elections elect the people that represent us. So you have to have integrity, and you can't have it flawed. That's flawed, then we have no republic at all. Okay. And people out there, you got to get involved, man. You got to get involved. You know, you should be involved in your district. You know, there should be some sort of service. You should have some sort of service uh, requirements in your own family. The government shouldn't put it down because the government shouldn't be intrusive like that. But I'm just saying, within your own family, you should be doing something with your family members or friends that that is uh, 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 serving the community on your days off or, or your time off or whatever, whatever you got to do. No, no, I'm not talking about going on Facebook either and posting a couple news articles. So, you know, things, you know, there, there's lots of ideas out there to uh, put your head, head, heads together and, 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 and make the place, make this country a better place. What's happening over in China, look, I go along with George, what George Washington said, friends with all, alliances with none. Simple as that. So, uh, so we want to give a shout out to Dr. Peter Ventura, who is not very well. He is in the hospital, and uh, apparently he says he's gotten COVID. Uh, so I, 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 I don't feed into. This. I think that there is a germ out there that that that's. Well, you know, I, I don't know about this COVID thing. I just don't know. But I'm just saying but it's, it's a flu, whatever. All the many things it's torn in, turned into now, we had it isolated in the beginning, what it was. But all the many different scenarios it's turned into now, it's turned into a monster that everyone is petrified of. You know, look, we had the flu before. We had the pneumonia around before. And, we, you know, and so it – but anyway, he's sick. In the hospital, and he's not doing very well, actually. So, uh, people out there, at least, uh, you know, uh, that have heard him or supporters or people that liked when he came on here all, all over the years, you know, at least uh, say a prayer and uh, thoughts go out to uh, him and his wife. Uh, his wife is a veteran, done, done uh, wonders for uh, the veterans out there in San Diego, California, uh, for the VFW, so uh, definitely a servant of the people. Uh, she's in Connecticut now taking care of a father who is older, you know, and, and needs someone there to help him out. So she's there taking care of him. And uh, so, you know, these are, these are good people that are doing the right thing. So uh, if we had to have more people like that in our country, then we might I might not have a podcast show to complain about anything. <laughs> so uh, let's see here. Let me check in with, speaking of, let me check in and see what uh, Saving Fatherhood is doing here tonight. I uh, was supposed to be linking up with him. That was the plan. We were all hell-bent on doing that and going forward with that, and it just disappeared for some reason. It stopped. We stopped doing it. I don't know why. I don't know, Mr. Joe Gormley there. I don't know what his, uh, what his uh, I don't know what he's up to or what's going on or what's he, what he's doing. Maybe uh, I know there was a lot of fear there that because I was – doing my podcast over 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 on another network and people get you know want to label you and 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 have you know oh you're friends with those people oh i don't like the size of my potato now you're not friends with me anymore you know people like that you know i mean and we do have and and these are the same people that complain about the liberals who do the same darn thing so you know 
But uh, let's see, my opponent alienation awareness. Blah, 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 blah. See, I, wonder, I don't know if he's on tonight. Is he on? I don't know. I guess. He always sent me an update there for a long time, and, and we did one couple shows there with him, and uh, that blew did pretty darn good on his on there. Actually, his numbers were pretty good, and uh, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Uh, he doesn't let me know what's going on. Oh, oh, uh, divorced or separated men's Bible. Oh, he's doing the Bible tonight. Oh, that's right. Wow. Well, I guess I didn't get an invite tonight. Oh, well, all right. Well, we we had a little disagreement about the interpretations of what the proper Bible is to study from. And, uh, you know, and during the last Bible study there, and look, there's, God preserved his word. I believe in a God, and I believe that God is powerful enough to preserve his word. And I believe he preserved his word in the King James Bible. And I can factually back that up through the teachings of the Bible and through history. So, and if you apply the scriptures properly, historically, doctrinally, and inspirationally, you'll find that I'm correct. So, uh, let's see. So, uh, I guess he started his Bible study already without me. So, I well, that's all right. Um, so, anyway, let's see here. Let's play to news here real quick. Let's see what we got going on here real, real quick. And, uh, like I said, I didn't have anything special planned here tonight for the uh, show. I've been very busy. Actually, when you get so busy that you can't find one particular thing to do, <laughs> you're in, you know, that's the kind of rut I'm in right now. So uh, let's see here. All right. Uh, let's go, Brandon. And I still don't get that stuff. But Tucker Carlson, civilization collapsing in real time thanks to Democratic policies. Nah, it's not just the Democrats, buddy. England ends all COVID passports. Mask mandates work restrictions. Canadian children taught to call police on un, on the unvaccinated. Oh boy! Joe Biden crashes and burns in first White House presser. What's up with that? So what did he do? Was is that something big today? Oh, hang on. Uh, TSA allows illegals to use deportation and arrest warrants as ID at airport. <laughs> oh my lord! Wow. All right. Let's see what's going on with Biden here. What did Biden do today? Did Biden do something funny again? Or did he do something that made everybody look silly? Let's see. What do you do? Let's play. Let's see if we can play this here. Let's see here. What's going on, Mike? Oh, there we go. Oh, I get the time here for everybody. Hang on. I I figured out what I'm doing wrong here. Let me mute this. Mute this. Open this one up. There we go. Play it now. Make sure that the most important thing was that President Biden didn't get anything done. Think about this. What are the Republicans for? What are they for? Maybe one thing they're for. And so the problem here is that I think what's happens, what I have to do in the, in the change in, in tactic, if you will, I have to make clear to the American people what we are for, we passed a lot. We passed a lot of things that people don't even understand what's all within it, understandably. What the heck is he talking about right there? i play that one again. i play that one again. Can we get that one again? I did not anticipate that there'd be such a stalwart effort to make sure that the most important thing was that President Biden didn't get anything done. 
Republicans for? What are they for? Maybe one thing they're for. And so the problem here is that I think what happens, what I have to do in the, in the change in, in tactic, if you will, I have to make clear to the American people what we are for. We passed a lot. We passed a lot of things that people don't even understand what's all within it, understanding. I, yeah, I don't know why. That, that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. Wow. He's, I don't think he knows where, where, where he's at even. I wonder if he does. Let's, let's go to this section here. Unbelievable. Unreal. What's this guy going to do? I mean, I, yeah, I don't understand. Criminals panic. Uh, let's see here. Blah, 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 blah. Tyrannies over the UK. Let's see. Martial, medical martial law. Let's see here. Medical martial law that was saying three hours ago. Let's see what we got here. They're promising you five times antibodies against Delta. All right, then the second dose. And 11 times boosted antibodies in older people. He's allowed to put this up and not go to prison. Okay? Because it's just we believe or they could or this study shows and the science evolved. And here comes the boost. Don't worry. Here she is. And now we're going to move on to just a couple weeks ago. Again, less than six months. Remember, they promised that six months was going on to 84%. No, it's a 0%. And we know that um, the the two doses of the vaccine offer very limited protection, if any. Limited protection, if any. Can we go back one more? Let me me hear that again. So now two shots is just limited. It's not 84%. Wow. Uh, And we know that um, the the two doses of the vaccine offer very limited protection, if any. The three doses with a booster. They offer reasonable protection against hospitalization and deaths. So, so again, now we're not even giving numbers. Reasonable protection against hospitalization and death. That's the new evolving science. It gets worse. You know, again, he's priming you for a fourth shot. They're telling you is coming this March. Against uh, uh, deaths, I think very good. Um, and uh, less protection against uh, infection. Now. We are working on a, on a new version of our vaccine, the 1.1, let me put it that way, that uh, will cover Omicron as well. And, uh, of course, uh, we are waiting to, to have the final results. The vaccine will be ready in March. Hello, my name is Elena Helm, and I'm a student at New West Charter School, and I'm here with five other girls. Um, four of them are freshmen, one is a junior, I'm a sophomore, and we're being uh, threatened to be suspended because we don't have the COVID-19 vaccine, and we're being um, refused of the right to attend school. We feel segregated and discriminated, and we're being closed off by this caution tape like thing we're being segregated from the rest of the school um yeah from prison threats to fines how the world is turning up the heat on the unvaccinated london telegraph articles everywhere it's time to arrest the people that don't take the shot that doesn't work and i've seen so many videos the last few weeks of kids out in the freezing rain because they won't take the shot and kids that won't wear their mask you know being locked up or getting put outside in the freezing cold that's what you do at prison camps. That's a violation of the Nuremberg Code again and the Geneva Convention. New West Charter School, L.A., caught abusing young, accidented girls, uninjected girls, denied chairs, forced to sit outside on pavement, not allowed to use restrooms. 
because they hadn't taken their shots. It's all big pharma wanting to rape these little girls with poison injections that'll destroy their ovaries and destroy their future. Three very important life-saving work. Real crucible, the heart of the new world order. We're now deep into it, my friends. It's just going to get rougher from here, but we're going to make it through it. That's God's promise. All right, I got a bunch of clips this segment. Uh, Tucker Carlson, again, is one of the only people on national news seeing what's happening. It's a great reset. The Holy Grail is the global vaccine passport now being implemented all over the planet and in blue cities. And if our government lets this take over, they're insane, because this is how you control the world, is a U.N. corporate Klaus Schwab control consortium that Xi Jinping built the technology for. On record, an international consortium with the Chinese government, and the U.N. runs this. Trump was worried about Huawei? This is far worse. I mean, even if the government wants to dominate, just wants power. It ain't the Russians controlling Ukraine and getting their own gas sold to Europe that's going to bring down their Anglo-American New World Order. It's going to be stuff like a world ID controlled by the globalist. Here it is. These people are aware of the fact that our constitutional rights are being set aside without an end date and that we're heading towards a new system, a tyrannical regime of mass surveillance and control. And this is not just a hunch. This is all part of a bigger plan. This is something people who are watching right now can actually go and look up. Um, what's very important for the American audience to know is that we've had this digital COVID pass in place in Europe, which is basically like a QR code on your phone that grants you access to everyday life, like to bars, restaurants, etc. It's completely bind to your back status. And this is all part of a European project issued by the European Commission that is basically surrounded around this idea of the European digital identity. So this will not stay just linked to your vaccination status. This will encompass taxes. This will encompass your medical records apart from your vaccination status, your bank information. So basically, we already have a system in place right now that is very close, or at least reminds us of the beginning phases of a social credit system. We are literally turning into China. We are literally turning into China. And this has all been public for several years. It's the battle plan we've been telling you. And finally, Congress is talking a little bit about it. And finally, Tucker Carlson's talking about it some, which is great. And I'm trying to get Joe Rogan to get his mind wrapped around it. We were at dinner a while back, and I just kept explaining to him that it's all the capitalist society. It's all the social credit score. It's all, this is everything. Because I don't want to be the number one talk show host. I don't care that I'm the first to talk about this stuff. I just want to beat it. (laughs) Because we're literally being enslaved together. And I just sit here wondering why this is not the top news story. By the way, we have a clip of the Australian health chief saying, you must take your boosters. It's effective against Omicron. They have a bunch of studies from around the world, including South Africa, that it actually makes you catch Omicron. In fact, type that in, uh, guys. Uh, study shows you, uh, vaccinated catch Omicron easier. <laughs> but she's saying it protects you. She's a freaking liar, man. But let's go to the next clip. I talked about this some last few days, but here's Australia running national ads telling you, and for the parts that don't have audio, I'll read the text for radio listeners, uh, but this is, a, this is a TV ad, an informational 
about how you've got to have this vaccine passport, and it says there's a social credit score up at the top of it. So it ain't coming. It's here. Here it is. This video will show you how to set up your digital identity with MyGov ID. First, you need to download the MyGov ID app onto your Android or Apple device. Look for this icon within your app store to make sure you download the right app. Also, have your identity documents ready and allow yourself enough time to set up your MyGov ID account. The process can take some time and you need to have this done correctly before you can set up your Service WA app. Hey, pause. You're literally getting set up with the Mark and the Beast with total control. It shows the social credit score in a minute. This is, the, this is the Australian government doing this, and it's all based on the approved UN program from six months ago. It runs off the app that the Chinese Communists created. Continue. MyGov ID app and start setting up your digital identity. You can also choose to secure your login using your device's security features, such as a fingerprint scan or face ID. Now you have a MyGov ID with a basic identity strength. And pause again. Your basic identity strength. Oh, it's a social credit score. How strong are you? Remember in the Black Mirror episode, which was based on what they're already setting up, it was a certain score up to a few thousand, and it was a like a five. This is your strength. I mean, you want to be strong, don't you? Well, what you purchase, what you do is all watched. You're being surveilled. Isn't that great? Totally illegal. And it's all based on you have your shot, you submit, and now you do other good things, and your strength level goes up. It's like a video game, you see, submitting to the system, like that patent Bill Gates has, where your every movement's tracked by AI microchips in you. And, and, if you, and if you work like a robot and follow every order, then you get to get food at night. Why would anyone induct themselves into a slave system of this level, where you're literally hyperventilating that if you don't act exactly like you're supposed to, your social credit score goes down. This is what they're doing. This is what the left thinks cute and funny. And they get paid as social en engineers and influencers to push this. Let's continue with the Australian news. Access the Service WA app, you are required to verify at least two Australian identity documents to achieve a standard identity strength. This video shows how to import your COVID-19 digital certificate by signing into MyGov and giving permission to share it with the Service WA app. Share access of your digital certificate by opening up your app, clicking the certificate icon on the home screen. And pause again. And select and the key to all this is, is tracking you in live time. You're opting in, and now Australia's already announced, you must carry your phone with you to leave your house or you're arrested. It's your little digital police state minder. Continue. Import through your MyGov account. When you are happy to proceed, tap I agree. Check that the details of the certificate are correct before you tap Save Certificate. You will notice there are security features on this certificate helping you prove its authenticity, including a live clock timer, a shimmering coat of arms which moves as you move the phone, and an animated tick. Oh, it's so real. Oh, it's you directly from the globalist, so it's real. Digital... Shut it down. Same people that launched the whole attack are now behind this. What a grip of monsters. They all need to go to prison. And they will. They're going to keep pushing this and pushing this and putting people in camps. And mainstream news, the U.S. says, arrest everyone. London Telegraph, arrest everyone. Put them in camps. They pushed all the way up to camps, camps, camps. Make you take the vaccine. Make you have the app. And in countries where you say no, like the U.S. and the U.K., okay, we're, we're going to stop for now. But where they submit, it's just all the way. 
Submission is death. Resistance is victory. Resistance equals life. Submission equals death. When you're on a mission to Mars, and they're setting it up, and you're on for a year with no gravity, the strongest man or woman will lose about half their muscles and more than half their heart strength. The strongest person. Gravity makes us strong. It doesn't make us weak. Pressure makes us strong, not weak. But when you have no pressure, when you submit, you are destroyed. Resistance is life. Submission is death. Islam says you must submit to the will of God, but it's not the will of God. It's the will of the imams. And I will not submit to Klaus Schwab. I will not submit to the imams. I will not submit to the Catholic Church or the, or the fake Protestant leaders or any of these people. I will submit to Jesus Christ, the Son of God, and that's it. All right, folks, let's go to this quick MIT clip. MIT scientists says COVID vaccine could trigger neurological diseases on Fox News. Here it is. Respected MIT scientists recently gave a presentation warning of the possible long-term side effects of the COVID vaccine. She wrote, through the prion-like action of the spike protein, we will likely see an alarming increase in several major neurodegenerative diseases with increasing prevalence among younger and younger populations. Joining me now is Dr. Stephanie Seneff, Senior Research Scientist at the MIT Computer Science and Artificial Intelligence Lab. Dr. Seneff, um, this is absolutely terrifying to a layperson to hear. Uh, as this push for vaccines and boosters and, and new boosters and multiple boosters for our younger population continue. What do we need to know? I first of all think it's outrageous to be giving vaccines to young people because they don't have a risk, of, a very, very low risk of dying from COVID. So they, they don't get a benefit. And when you look at the potential harm from these vaccines, uh, it just doesn't make any sense. And certainly repeated boosters is just going to be very... Uh, devastating, I think, in the long term. And um, it's just, uh, I've done a lot of research and I, I really am beginning to understand exactly how the process takes place and it's uh, very disturbing. Now, the neurodegenerative aspect of this. These globalists that have hijacked around America don't even see America's power as part of their power. Like, I've got an incredible horse that's beautiful and healthy and amazing. I don't think, well, I have horses who've got bigger muscles than me. I think that's my horse. But they don't even want to be the people riding the horse. They want to kill the horse because they're jealous of it. So here's this article. From prison threats to fines, how the world is turning up the heat on the unvaccinated. London Telegraph. Articles everywhere. It's time to arrest the people that don't take the shot that doesn't work. And I've seen so many videos the last few weeks of kids out in the freezing rain because they won't take the shot. And kids that won't wear their masks, you know, being locked up or getting put outside in the freezing cold. That's what you do at prison camps. That's a violation of the Nuremberg Code again and the Geneva Convention. New West Charter School, L.A., caught abusing young unvaccinated girls, uninjected girls, denied chairs, forced to sit outside on pavement, not allowed to use restrooms because they hadn't taken their shots. It's all big pharma wanting to rape these little girls with poison injections that will destroy their ovaries and destroy their future. Get out of the schools. Who cares? There's no government. There's no future anyways. There won't be colleges in the future under this. There'll be, you know how to fix a carburetor. You know how to grow crops. You know how to raise a child. You know how to suture a wound. You know how to pull a tooth. And all the major industries in the West 
are being destroyed. All the major systems of thought. This is the post-industrial world. You ever wanted to know what it looks like? This is it. Here's some video of the girls kept outside segregated because they haven't taken the poison shot in complete violation of the Nuremberg Code. Dr. Mingala is very proud. All right, everybody. Yeah, well, we played that already. Uh, yeah, man. This COVID thing, we just all we can do is educate you. Educate you. All right. Here we go again. What we got here? All right. Let's see. Let's go here. All right, everybody. Let's see. Connecting in. Connecting. One, two, three. There we go. We're connected. All right. Uh, I, I just can't believe it, you know, how we're falling for this. I just don't. I just, just don't. Don't get it. Just don't get it. Uh, let's see what's going on in Blog Talk Radio. What's going on out there in the Blog Talk Radio world? Let's see what we got here. Any other shows here going up here? Let's see here. The Shakedown Crew, Greenhouse FX, whoa. The Shakedown Crew, what the heck is that all about? The Shakedown Crew, what the heck? Oh, that's that's about football and everything. Okay, all right, let's see here. Uh, the Alaskan Patriot, is he live right now? The Alaskan Patriot? No, he's not live, is he? No, that was, that's a, no. See, so many shows, you don't know what's live and what's, what, what's, what's, what's going on right now. I mean... In the chat room, there's not much going on here. The Lord's Hour, John the Baptist, the Greenhouse FX Radio. Oh, well. All right. Well, anybody out there, 657-383-0616, press number one if you got something you want to add here tonight or you want to contribute or share. Uh, no guests here tonight, so the phones are not really, really uh, lit up here tonight, So, uh, which is fine. Uh, I don't mind that at all. Uh, I'm trying to get to this other video here I had posted up here. See if we can get this uh, up here. See if we can get this one up here. Here we go. Come on, get up here. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, I got one here. Oh, my supporters went up on change, huh? Change.org. There we go. Yeah. About time. Well, it's about time. Restore our republic. Restore it. Restore the republic. Yep. Everybody, we got to come together here. We, we, we can do it. We can do it. We can do it. We can. We can have an awakening. We can. It's just it's it's just a matter of us working together. You know, I mean, I just don't know how how else to say it or or or, or how to go about it. But uh, I wonder where old Mister Scott is at. I wonder where he's been uh, lately. He talks about wanting to come on and uh, can't find him anywhere. I'm trying to get something pulled up here for you guys. That's why I'm studying, stuttering a little bit here. So, hey, it's live internet radio. What do you expect? I don't script anything. Um, let's see if we get this one up. Um, play this one for you here. Social media bouncing as usual, doing the same junk they always do. Uh, here we go. Wow. Help us restore our republic. Come on, man. Help us restore our republic once and for all. Can we? Can we? Can we? Can we? Wow. Here we go. All right, back on here. All right, you got it connected. All right, patch it on through. Can we do it? Can we run it? Run it. 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 I am William Wallace. And I see a whole army of my countrymen here in defiance of tyranny, 
you come to fight a three man, and three men you are, what will you do without freedom? Will you fight? No! We will run! And we will lift! Die! Fight and you may die! Run! You'll live! At least a while! I'm dying in your bed! Many years from now! Would you be willing to train all the day from this day to that? For one chance, just one chance, to come back here and tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom! How bad do things have to get before you do something? Do they have to take away all your property? Do they have to license every activity that you want to engage in? Do they have to be throwing you on cattle cars before you start to say, now, wait a minute, I don't think this is a good idea. How long is it going to be before you finally resist and say, no, I will not comply, period? That's a different answer for each person. Ask yourself now, because sooner or later, you're going to come to that line. And when they cross it, we're going to say, well, okay, cross this line. Okay, now cross that line. Okay, now cross this line. And pretty soon, you're in a corner. Sooner or later, you've got to draw a line and stand your ground. Whether anybody else does or not. That is what liberty is all about. I speak to you as a fellow citizen of the United States of America, deeply concerned about the welfare of our beloved country. I'm not here to tickle your ears, to entertain you. I will talk to you frankly and honestly. The message I bring is not a happy one, but it is the truth. And time is always on the side of truth. Truth must be repeated again and again because error is constantly being preached round about. I realize that the bearer of bad news is always unpopular. As a people, we love sweetness and light, especially sweetness. I am sorry to say that all is not well in so-called prosperous, wealthy, and powerful America. We have moved a long way and are now moving further and more rapidly down the soul-destroying roads of socialism. The evidence is clear, shockingly clear, for all to see. With our national prestige at or near an embarrassing all-time low, we continue to weaken our domestic economy by unsound fiscal, economic, and foreign aid policies which corrupt our national currency. With the crass unconstitutional usurpation of power by the executive branch of the federal government, anti-spiritual decisions of the Supreme Court, 
all apparently approved by a weekly submissive rubber stamp Congress, the days ahead are ominously frightening. It is imperative that American citizens become alerted and informed regarding the threat to our welfare, happiness, and freedom. No American is worthy of citizenship in this great land who refuses to take an active interest in these important matters. Stand up for freedom, no matter what the cost. It can help to save your soul and maybe your country. May God give us the wisdom to recognize the dangers, the dangers of complacency, the threat to our freedom, and the strength to meet this danger courageously. And then we print and we print and All right, everybody. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, you're not worthy of citizenship if you're not uh, you're not willing to stand up and uh, you know take a stand to do something you know important. So uh, most people want to hide in a closet and think that uh, as long as they live a good life, they're going to be okay. I, I I don't have all the answers here, but I'll tell you what. You know, uh, I just don't see what the heck everybody's what what's going on, going on. Uh, fulfilling. Everyone has to find their own fulfillment, I guess you could say. But, but uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I'm going to check the phone boards here. Oh, sent me, he sent me a friend request. All right. He sent me a friend request. This one, he sent me a friend request, too. All right. Just checking out my social media here while I was playing. All right. Let's go back on over here. Let's see what we got. Phone boards, anybody? No phone calls? No phone calls tonight? Wow. It's been a long time since I've had a board that's been this clear. Well, maybe maybe the message has gone out, and uh, maybe uh, my my show here is uh, isn't uh, is taking root anymore with everybody, huh? Well, that happens. That's okay by me. I could have done something else this past hour. Well, this show's archived, so we got a lot of people that listen in the archive. So uh, you'd be surprised. A lot of people listen in the archive. I did that morning show, and I, boy, a bunch of people called in there. I did that morning one there, New Year's Eve, uh, eight o'clock in the morning. That was kind of early, man, to be fired up about the New World Order. <laughs> All right, everybody, I'm getting ready to wrap it up here. Uh, let's play Listen to this one. Uh, let's see here. Hang on. What do we got here? Let me leave you with something here that's, that's, that's something patriotic and that really, you know, I get what, you know, really think about it. Think about our past, our foundations of our country. There was a lawyer once, his name was Francis Scott Key. He penned a song that I'm sure you're aware of, you've seen it, it's in most hymnals throughout our churches, it's called the National Anthem. It is our song as an American. We go, however, to a ball game, we stand in our church services and we sing the words of that song and they float over our minds and our lips and we don't even realize what we're singing. Most of us have memorized it as a child, but we've never really thought about what it means. Let me tell you a story. Francis Scott Key was a lawyer in Baltimore. The colonies were engaged in vicious conflict with the mother country, Britain. Because of this conflict and the protractedness of it, they had accumulated prisoners on both sides. The American colonies had prisoners and the British had prisoners. 
And the American government initiated a move. They went to the British and they said, let us negotiate for the release of these prisoners. They said, we want to send a man out to discuss this with you. They were holding the American prisoners in boats about a thousand yards offshore. And they said, we want to send a man by the name of Francis Scott Key. He will come out and negotiate to see if we can make a mutual exchange. On the appointed day in a rowboat, he went out to this boat and he negotiated with the British officials. And they reached a conclusion that men could be exchanged on a one-for-one -one basis. Francis Scott Key, jubilant with the fact that he'd been successful, went down below in the boats and what he found was a cargo hold full of humanity, men. And he said, men, I've got news for you tonight. You're free. He said, tonight I have negotiated successfully your return to the colonies. He said, you'll be taken out of this boat, out of this filth, out of your chains. As he went back up on board to arrange for their passage to the shore, the admiral came and he said, we have a slight problem. He said, we will still honor our commitment to release these men, but it'll be merely academic after tonight. It won't matter. And Francis Scott Key said, what do you mean? He said, well, Mr. Key, he said, tonight we have laid an ultimatum upon the colonies. Your people will either capitulate and lay down the colors of that flag that you think so much of, or you see that fort right over there, Fort Henry? He said, we're going to remove it from the face of the earth. He said, how are you going to do that? He said, if you will, scan the horizon of the sea. And as he looked, he could see hundreds of little dots. And he said, that's the entire British war fleet. He said, all of the gunpowder, all of the armament is being called upon to demolish that fort. It will be here within striking distance in a matter of about two and a half hours. He said, the war is over. These men would be free anyway. He said, you can't shell that fort. He said, that's, that's a large fort. He said, it's full of women and children. He says, it's predominantly not a military fort. They said, don't worry about it. They said, we've left them a way out. And he said, what's that? He said, do you see that flag way up on the rampart? He said, we have told them that if they will lower that flag, the shelling will stop immediately. And we'll know that they've surrendered, and you'll now be under British rule. Francis Scott Key went down below and told the men what was about to happen. And they said, how many ships? He said, hundreds. The ships got closer. Francis Scott Key went back up on top and he said, men, I'll shout down to you what's going on as we watch. As twilight began to fall and as the haze hung over the ocean as it does at sunset, suddenly the British war fleet unleashed. He says the sound was deafening. There were so many guns that there were no reliefs. He said it was absolutely impossible to talk or hear. He said suddenly the sky, although dark, was suddenly lit. And he says from down below, all he could hear the men, the prisoners, saying was, Tell us where the flag is. What have they done with the flag? Is the flag still flying over the rampart? Tell us. One hour, two hours, three hours into the shelling. 
every time the bomb would explode and it would be close to the flag, they could see the flag in the illuminated red glare of that bomb. And Francis Scott Key would report down to the men below, it's still up. It's not down. The admiral came and he said, your people are insane. He said, what's the matter with them? He said, don't they understand this is an impossible situation? Francis Scott Key said he remembered what George Washington had said. He said, the thing that sets the American Christian apart from all other people in the world is he will die on his feet before he'll live on his knees. The Admiral said, we have now instructed all of the guns to focus on... In the year of our Lord, 1314, patriots of Scotland, starving and outnumbered, charged the fields of Bannockburn. They fought like warrior poets. They fought like Scotsmen. And won their freedom. appealed to heaven. What did heaven do? Heaven heard. Heaven heard. Our fathers said they would treat all men equal. When they did not, heaven saw. Heaven saw. Our fathers fought each other and paid a great price. Father Abe kept the union, but not the republic. We forgot the republic and placed our trust in man and suffer oppression. We appeal to heaven. What did heaven do? Heaven heard. Heaven heard. God save the republic. 